This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The Biden administration is holding a government-to-government summit in Washington, D.C. next week with tribal leaders to focus on clean energy. The two-day roundtable hosted by the U.S. Department of Energy is for tribal leaders to meet with top officials and discuss how the agency can strengthen tribal energy sovereignty. Wahela Johns is director of the agency's Office of Indian Energy Policy and Programs. She says there are opportunities for tribes through the Inflation Reduction Act and the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. The diversity and the unique um, situation and locations of tribal lands and communities uh, when it comes to energy, the needs are different. And uh, you have small communities, small tribes, and you have large tribes. And uh, many times, uh, you know, there, 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 there's heavy energy burden in these communities where, you know, A lot of tribes are experiencing unreliable power or many don't have access to electricity. And um, here at the Department of Energy, now with this new investment in clean energy uh, rollout and expansion, and building a clean energy economy, we want to make sure tribes are a part of this. Tribal leaders will explore how tribes can use clean energy to enhance energy sovereignty, address climate issues, and build stronger economies. The summit takes place October 4th and 5th. The Department of Energy will live stream the event. A totem pole from the Lummi Nation in Washington state is traveling across the country as part of a bid to call for clean energy and environmental justice. Eric Tegadoff has more. The pole left the Lummi Reservation in mid-September and has made stops along the way, including in Seattle, George Floyd Plaza in Minneapolis, and in Pittsburgh, which hosted a ministerial meeting on clean energy last week. Douglas James is with Lummi Nation's House of Tears Carvers, which crafted the 14-foot totem pole and is traveling with it across the country. We're um, just standing up for those that don't have a voice, like the birds, the frogs, the salmon, the orcas. The totem pole is scheduled to reach Washington, D.C. this week. James says the Lummi Nation first dedicated a totem pole to victims of September 11th, two decades ago. Wes Gillingham with Catskill Mountain Keeper in New York is traveling with the totem pole as well. He's critical of some alternative fuel sources being proposed, such as what's known as green hydrogen, which has a reduced carbon footprint but still produces emissions. He says indigenous people should be at the forefront in the transition to clean energy. Listen to the voices of indigenous leaders and communities that have been impacted historically. They are working on finding some of their own solutions, organic or sustainable agriculture, to help reduce the emissions from the agricultural industry and industrialization of agriculture that's taken place over the last 50 years. James believes it will take a monumental effort to beat climate change and ensure clean air and water for the next generation going to take every one of us, everybody that's living and breathing upon this planet to try and do the best that we can to stand and uh, make a difference. I'm Eric Tegadoff. In Canada, September 30th marks the first National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. The federal holiday was created through legislative amendments made by Parliament. The day honors children who never returned home and survivors of Indian residential schools. It's also a time for families and communities to reflect and heal. Public commemorations are taking place across Canada to acknowledge and raise awareness of the painful history and ongoing impacts of the federally funded church-run residential school system. The day is also known as Orange Shirt Day, which is an indigenous-led grassroots effort. It promotes the concept of every child matters to honor and remember children who endured residential schools. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.